here we are again another episode episode number 33 wow yeah can you believe we've been doing it for 33 whole episodes that's a long time that's scary hold on a second. let me try that again it's scary Uh, so I just actually, uh, I was talking to you, dad, about the upcoming Joe Bonamassa concert in Cedar Rapids and, uh, yes, I... yeah, how I went on and, uh, online and like the good seats are like $1,500 and I was like, nope. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. Well, $1,500, you should be able to sit on the stage. Right. That's <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, whatever. So I decided to go back. Like I actually went to Joe Bonamassa's website and I clicked his tour dates and then clicked the Cedar Rapids one. And it looks like they have some seats. Um, they're not front front, but they're center stage, um, you know, kind of like row R, which I think that's kind of where we were going to sit at the last one was row R, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it uh, was. And uh, Somewhere around there. Yeah, somewhere around there. Uh, but they're only $152, which is where the ticket should be in, in my opinion. Wow. So I don't know. Yeah. Well, let me know and uh, I'll think about it. Okay. <laughs> let me know I mean, I'll think about it. Yeah. I mean, I'll have to I wear mean, my it's earphones better than again. Mm -hmm. what'd, you, what'd you say, Amanda? Uh-oh. Did... Oh, there she uh -oh. is. She's back. Yeah. Uh-oh. That's not good. Yeah, that is you, not good. You froze. Did I freeze again? No. No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it got really quiet. Um, yeah. Hold on a second. Okay. I think it's because uh, maybe because my husband is streaming a movie in the next room. So. Oh. He said, "Stop streaming. It's messing with the podcast vibes." I uh, got you. <laughs> so hopefully that helps. Uh, what do you have? High speed dial up or what? I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> no, I have. Is that a thing? I have a yeah, it's called yeah, it's called DSL. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know, I don't know what I have. Is it like, do you pay for service, or is it just part yeah. of where you live? No, so we pay for it, but it's all like built into this place. Mm, okay. So we just we just jump on with the provider, and then it's all like built into the house. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. But I'll let you know. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it's uh, mid-November, and of course, uh, in typical uh, concert fashion, it's uh, Sunday night. So, obviously, nice. uh, if I decide to go to that one, you know, that's going to be going there, staying the night in a hotel, and then coming back on Monday. Because uh, yep. I, I, what we, the the Des Moines concert. I don't think you got home till what twelve thirty in the morning. By the time we got out of the venue, uh, drove back yep. to my place, you got in your car and drove home. That's right, yeah. Wow. And, and, and Cedar Rapids is what, like an hour and a half from here. So you wouldn't right. be getting home till two, three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. One thing you got to watch out for is that four little nasty word the white stuff. The white stuff. Oh. Not booger sugar. Yeah, not booger sugar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it is getting to be about that time of year. So uh, I know that. Uh, some of my friends up in northern Iowa, uh, they've already said that they're getting snow. Yep. Yikes. Yeah. Oh, I said the four-letter word. Uh-oh. You did? Mm-hmm. Bad luck. Yeah. It's going to happen now. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I think you guys are supposed to get snow. Right? Uh, yeah, we're supposed to already have gotten some, but you know how the weatherman is accurate all of the time. Mm-hmm. I sure. did actually yesterday... Uh, it was, I think it was only like 40 degrees out and I cleaned out the garage so that we could park the vehicle in there over the winter. And I went ahead and mowed my yard one last time, put the lawnmower away and brought the snowblower out. There you go. Wow. You're prepared now. I, I, I am prepared. Uh, if I was truly prepared, I would have put the holiday lights, uh, out on the house last month when it was warm. That's thinking ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't do Would have been anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's going on with, uh, uh, August Burns Red? Yeah. August Burns Red, uh, their show is on November 25th, which is coming up. So I'm excited about that. 
actually had a chance. I got an email notification saying that Hope's Fall, which is Ryan Parrish's band, um, which we talked about Ryan Parrish on a past episode of uh, The Wheel of Musicians. Um, obviously, like I've said in the past, Hope's Fall rarely tours. And so I, I found out that they were doing a show in LA um, in January. And the timing just didn't work out. They sold out really quick. It's a very, very small venue. Um, so long story longer. Uh, I didn't get those tickets. So, <laughs> yeah, okay. Sad, well, that that stinks. Yeah, that's what I thought. But how it quick is what did it they is. sell out? I think within. I don't know. I think it was within a, within a couple of days, but because of the timing in January, is the beginning of January, I was kind of like, I don't know if I could make it work. I was kind of overthinking it, like the logistics of it. Uh, so by the time I had made a decision, they were sold out. So mm. oh. it's a bummer. But. Yeah, that is a bummer. It is. Yeah. Yep. Oh, well. But oh, well. Yeah, it yeah. happens. So I tried to, uh, like, I, I wanted to uh, get uh, pandemicguitar.com. I wanted to buy the domain name. And uh, okay. it's taken. And I don't know who wow. bought it because uh, it's got I the did. I privacy. will sell it back to you for $1 million. <laughs> yeah, ain't worth Just that. Just $1 million. Uh, So, yeah, I don't know who has it. I, at one point in time, I was like, oh, I probably already purchased it. Because I think it was purchased back in either March or May, one of the one of those two months. I don't remember, um, according to the registry records. And uh, I was like, well, maybe I bought it. And I logged into my account, and it's not there. I didn't buy it. So... I don't know who did. I reached out. I did not receive a response. But if you're out there and you're holding on to that domain name thinking that you're going to get a million dollars for it, I promise you, you will not. <laughs> so I might just do uh, a different, a variation of that. I don't want to say because that person's probably listening and then they're going to go out and get it. And then I'm going to have to come up with something completely new all over again. Yeah. Don't give out that yep. info yet. Yeah. Don't do Top it. Top secret. Yeah, but if we ever do get a .com or whatever put together, maybe we can have some fun and uh, with that and put some content on there. Um, who knows? But anyway, who knows? I think we got a show to do, don't we? We have yep. a Halloween show, to Ooh. be more specific. Well, spooky. Spooky show. It's, it's spooky. You know what chat GPT is? Yes, I do. So no. I kind of know what it is, but basically from the, from what I get, basically it allows you to go in and type something and then the computer using artificial intelligence will spit out an answer for you. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So Amanda put on her notes, a spooky intro. <laughs> and I Hold was on. like, okay. You you had a chat bot do, yeah, do yeah, yeah. a job so for I you? So I was like, I was like, okay, hold on a second. I got to check out this chat GPT. So okay. I put in there, write, an, write a spooky intro for Tim, Rick, and Amanda, the hosts of Pandemic Guitar Podcast. Okay. This is what it spit out. Uh-oh. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, the problem is, is that I'm probably going to mispronounce a few words here. I'm going to try my best. Sound it okay. out. We're here with you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Welcome, dear listeners, to the Pandemic Guitar Podcast, where the veil between the living and the supernatural is thin, and the hosts themselves have been touched by the macabre. Meet Tim, Rick, and Amanda, three intrepid souls who have ventured into the depths of the unknown to bring you tales that will send shivers down your spine. Tim with his hauntingly melodic guitar skills, has encountered spectral <laughs> has encountered spectral beings that whisper haunting melodies in his dreams. Rick, with his encyclopedic knowledge of the occult, has delved into the forbidden realms of music that tap into the very essence of fear. And Amanda, with her ethereal voice, has communed with spirits who have used her as a vessel to channel their ghostly stories together they will guide you through a labyrinth of chilling tales where each strum of a guitar string may awaken something sinister so dear listeners prepare to be enthralled and terrified as tim rick and amanda lead you on a journey into the heart of darkness on the pandemic guitar podcast 
But beware, for once you enter their realm, there may be no escape from the horrors that await. Wow. Well, all, yeah. all I could say is wow. Oh. I take my comment back. That like was way better than what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> that was really good. I'm shocked. Yes, I am too. I was so yeah. Surprised. I was like, because I, I I put in there like uh, introduction for the pandemic guitar, guitar podcast, and it spit one thing out, and then I was like, scary introduction, and it was almost the same thing, but a little bit different. And then finally, I'm like, introduce Tim, Rick, and Amanda, and it came out with that, and I'm like, I don't care, I'm using it. Wow, yeah. that was good. We, we've used it at work quite a bit, and we find out that we uh, the first time it's actually maybe the tenth time we put it through its paces. It comes out with something decent. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was huh. it's funny. It, yeah, it was funny because I've never personally used it. And I've seen, because uh, at work, I'm, I'm a database guy. So a lot of people are like, oh, I'm trying to do a macro or do some VBA or whatever. And they'll bring me down. And I'm like, I know what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to remember the exact syntax of how to do it. And then they're just basically trying to use chat GPT to find the answer. And it spits out. I'm like, it's literally telling you the exact same thing I'm trying to do. And it's basically spitting out a Google answer. Like I, this is yeah. junk, hmm. but chat GPT paid off this time. It yes. did. It's yeah, very it good. Did. Hauntingly good. Hauntingly Aww. good. Um, so yeah, what uh, scary stuff are we going to talk about? I think I the first thing you had mentioned something about a haunted house. Um, Using the Raspberry Pi. Okay, yeah. So, uh, you know those. Most people think about it like uh, Christmas time, where they do the they string all the lights and uh, they can, you know, you can make the lights go flick on and off and kind of dance. And a lot of times it's to like music in the background and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. one of the devices that they use to do that is a Raspberry Pi, and I just happen to have one or eight, but who's judging? And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, hey, this would be kind of a cool little project because the wife is always on me about, um, you know, doing something with Christmas lights. So I thought, all right, well, let's take a look into this. So I started kind of diving into it and I saw that there are people out there that can kind of, you could really do more than just lights. You can basically tell uh, the Raspberry Pi to like, receive information from motion sensors to trigger a sound or uh yeah i mean just it the possibilities are endless and so that got me kind of like curious and i know uh dad you have kind of played around with the idea yes so i wanted to kind of get your quick little input whether you're doing it for you know halloween spooky stuff or if you're doing it for christmas lights and i I was thinking Christmas lights just because you get a head start. Um, mm-hmm. But I just, I'm not like when I do the Google searches, I go, okay, I got, I have to have the Raspberry Pi. I have to have a relay because the relay t- is what turns things on and off. That's correct. But I guess, but is there software that I have to use or do I have to program this thing? Well, how complicated do you want to be? Well, let's start. Forget. Let's okay. So I think that we should start off like at novice, like super simple for like proof of concept for for the first go round. Okay, so basically, I would uh, I would get a Raspberry Pi. I'd get a relay, uh, usually one or two. Uh, doesn't matter one or two. Actually, they sell them in twos, fours, and eights. Uh, I've seen I've they have a sixteen out now. Right, I've seen that one too, but I was just trying to keep it simple. Oh, I but you. and you can and you can connect them up to the Raspberry Pi, and then you um, you basically can write a program in C, C plus plus. I should say C is probably easier, or Python. Uh, yeah, and the ones do, I were seeing were Python. Right now, if you want to go to the other side of that, and here's where the music part of this, or the guitar part, comes in. What I have seen and what I have done with my small project that I have, I have right now, I think I sent you a picture. I put it out there in the chat thing. Uh, Just recently? Has, well, yeah. See, the relays I put out oh, there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I got those. Yeah. There's, I have three. Actually, I have four relays. There, I'm sorry. Four banks that have eight relays on it that will talk to the Raspberry Pi. And the way you do this, um, 
really the the way they really set up these lights to get them to work correctly and stuff like that is what you do is you run a DAW, a DAW, on the Raspberry Pi. DAW, DAW, DAW. Yep, yep, you run a DAW. And what you do is you use MIDI files because MIDI, MIDI, MIDI files are a representation of a note on a guitar or a drum or whatever. Oh, yeah. And that, yeah, the MIDI notes can be transferred to activate the relays. So Interesting. You can have to so do that relays. programmatically, or can, is there an app that does that? No, you can do it program programmably, yes. It's not hard. It's easy. Yeah, huh. I said that wrong. I know. Yeah, I like, <laughs> it's one of those words that you have to think about before you say it. Yes, yes, and I just blurted it out. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you could do that, and I've done it before, and I've done it with, uh, with about seven or eight things. Actually, what I really wanted to do was... Um, I've been uh, I've been playing around with the piano quite a bit, my electric piano. Yeah. And what I want to do is I want to take and I want to put lights on each one of the keys above the keys, and then have and then have some sort of MIDI working in the background that activates which key to hit. Oh, okay. So you can learn you can learn the song. That'd be kind of cool. That'd be a, yeah. a whole lot of lights though on a full keyboard. It's only sixty six. Yeah. Is it? Or I'm sorry, 88. I was sorry. gonna say a full keyboard. I thought was 88, but who? I don't yeah, know. But, I, I mean, I'm not then, even a good guitarist. But then a, a Christmas light display. You're talking about eight thousand, nine thousand lights to have a good one. Well, we're not gonna get that far. I, I have yet to uh, hang up more than three strands of lights before giving up. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually I saw uh, one of the videos that I was looking at that I saw. Uh, they did it all indoors, so they would do the lights on the inside of the window, and so that all right. your wires and everything are inside, and then you can just have your different windows light up, and uh, just a lot of cool ideas. But oh, there's there's tons of ideas. I've seen people where they frame the inside of the lights, and they have an outside show, small show on the ground, but then they the house like flashes, you know, the windows and stuff like that. And a lot of the times they use uh, music that's uh, created like, uh, oh, um, what's the name of that band? Uh, I'm trying to think of it, not Electric Light Orchestra, but it's... Uh, Trans-Siberian Orchestra? Yes, Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Thank you, Amanda. Yes, that's the one. And they have a lot of Christmas songs that uh, uh, the MIDI plays really nice too, and you can create a lot of effects with it. Huh. Hmm. I'm definitely going to do some more research because I'm, uh, it's kind of in, I like those little projects where you're trying to figure out. In the last couple of months, I've been doing a lot of projects with the, excuse me, with different servers and stuff like that. And right. I'm kind of getting to that point where I'm like, eh, I'm kind of, kind of over that for a little bit. So I was thinking about um, trying to play with the, the, re the lights and the relays and have some fun with that. So I don't know where I'm going to go, uh, but I'll think of something. But Mandy, right, you just, you got oh, go ahead. Yeah, I just want to say that uh, the Raspberry Pi is a good choice, but there are other choices out there. You know, the single board computers that you can, because that's what a Raspberry Pi is, really. Yeah. I mean, the Raspberry Pi is popular, but there's lots of others out there that you can run different types of software. It'll do the same thing. So just wanted to put that, that out. Yeah, there. no, that's a good point, too, because there's one out there, because the Raspberry Pi only has one network interface. And I think that there's another one out there. I'm not sure which one it is, but it has two uh, network interfaces so that you could, could. You could do like a, a router or something like that, which is yeah, which is a pretty cool idea, which actually is something I might have to do uh, because I am tired of not being able to watch my football games because they're out of market. So I got to try to figure out a way to uh, get, my get my home network to think I'm in a different state for a couple hours. There you go. So anyway, Amanda, you've been traveling a lot and uh, got back to uh, your place, and you had uh, an extra passenger in the car that uh, that uh, Dad fixed up for you. Did, how did that uh, survive the trip? Um, it survived. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's it. No, I mean when we unpacked, I I you know took it out of the bag and made sure that it that it made it in one piece. Um. Uh -huh. And it did, um, and it's back on its stand. Um, actually, my husband just strung a few uh, uh, chords earlier, and it kind of sounds slightly out of tune. So that's uh, something. 
maybe just from like the journey from driving and yeah yeah new strings also i don't know yeah i did put new strings on it so they sort of um, stretch a little here and there did did you get a tuner no she's got a tuner in the guitar oh that's right it's built in i completely Mm -hmm. forget see mine's built in too uh, but I don't keep a battery in it, so I just use my little headstock tuner. There you go. Uh-huh. You can do that, too. Yeah, because 9-volt batteries are, you know, they're almost ex- as expensive as a car battery at this point. Yep. Yeah, but Dad did, like, all-out surgery on my guitar. I know. Like, that... I, I left, and I came back, and there was, like, a table with, like, a cloth over it, and then, like, gloves or something, and, you did know, he Did he have a headband and... with a mirror on it? And... Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Scrub up and get thing. in here. <laughs> it was a whole thing. Yeah, the operation was a success, but the patient died. I need to find a time to get my acoustic down there uh, so that we can go through. And uh, for the most part, it's good. I think the action just needs maybe the frets a little bit, but I think the action needs adjusted, um, which I don't want to try on my own. So I'll need your help for that. Yep. No problem. Just bring it over. Will do. Uh, So anyway, we are a guitar podcast or a music themed podcast for so for Halloween, we decided to talk a little bit about some Halloween theme songs. And this was actually something that uh, you came up with, Amanda. So I'll let you uh, spearhead this. Oh, wonderful. Okay. What I always um, <laughs> No, I just thought it would be different, you know, um, <clears throat> to talk about some songs that technically they're not really I wouldn't say they're like Halloween they're not like the monster mash or thriller or anything like that but they're they're songs that will pop up on like a Halloween theme playlist but they're more like guitar centered so you know um like the Eagles Fleetwood Mac like just kind of I don't know I guess like spooky theme kind of songs but not outright Halloween songs so I just thought it'd be cool to just talk about a few of them and talk about um, you know, some of the guitars that were used while, um, uh, when the song was originally produced. So, um, okay. I don't know. You, you guys tell me, I don't know. I guess we'll start with the first one. You guys let me know, um, if you've heard it, you know, what you think about it. Um, that kind of thing. Um, the first one, uh, is Credence Clearwater Revival. I put a spell on you, which is uh, a great, yep. obviously a good Halloween mm-hmm. song, yep, heard right? It. Yep. Okay. That one came out in 1968 not to be confused with Bette Midler's version, okay, from 1992 or 1993, Hocus Pocus. Not to be confused with that version, obviously. Oh, yeah. Um, I would have known that uh, it came out before that. Yeah, yeah. But, well, the original was originally released in 1956 by Screamin' Jay Hawkins, which I think, Dad, mm. you had mentioned that, and I didn't even know that. So I had to go yeah. back and listen to that version because, obviously, I'm a millennial my mind went to Hocus Pocus and then went to Creedence Clearwater Revival. So out of the three versions then, which one is your favorite? Creedence. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. I would have to listen to the Screamin' Jay Hawkins version. I don't think I've heard that one. I have. It's it's, it's okay. Yeah. I I mean, yeah. I don't know. I guess I don't know how to. I feel like it's a little bit more poppy. I don't know. I guess mm. I don't. I don't know how you'd explain. So it, how but, does that work, uh, though? Like, if you have your original artist does it in 1956, and then you get another artist that does it in 1968, does the original artist sue the the new one? And then when Hocus Pocus did it, did did Creedence Clearwater sue them? I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know how they work it out. Or yeah, is it kind of like is it kind of like Weird Al, where he like has to like talk to the original person and like get like their well, I mean that would be the right way to do it. Yeah, is to get permission, whether it's oh yeah, go ahead and do whatever you want, or yeah, sure, but for a monetary value of some sort. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but for the Credence Clearwater Revival version, um, I actually listened to the Woodstock version, which is like super long. <laughs> I don't know if you guys like guys have listened to it. Yeah. Um, uh, it's it's very long. Uh, by the way, most of these songs um, are like in the 60s, 70s. So if you go like watch the live versions from that time, they're all very sweaty and very like you can just tell it's like a very drug induced kind of thing. Well, um, they didn't have air but- <laughs> conditioners. 
Well, okay, that too, probably. I don't know. I'm just assuming these are the, this is the 60s and 70s we're talking about here. Who knows? But, um, yeah, I wasn't there. No, you weren't. Um, but anyway, so I was looking into it and, um, it actually has, um, the Creedence Clearwater revival version. Um, the guitar solo is actually over a minute long, which was kind of interesting. I like it. It's, it's a good sound to me. I, I don't mind it. Um, and I, I actually verified this with dad first, but uh, the guitar that was used for that song uh, was a 1969 Rickenbacker 325 Sunburst. Um, right. I actually sent the video to dad. I said, hey, I said, dad, look at this and let me know what kind of guitar this is. And he came back right away. He's like, oh, it's a Rickenbacker. I love and your I was disclaimer. Like, <laughs> verified <laughs> by it? both dad and Google. Right. Stamp of right. approval. Yeah, well, and the thing is, is I was like, oh, I could have just Googled that. And I threw it in Google after he texted me. And sure enough, that's what it said right away. I was like, oh, okay, I did, well. I didn't have the guitars. year. He I didn't have his, the year or, no, or but the model number. But still, yeah. Um, but have you guys listened to that version, the Credence? Yes, I did. I'm sure I, I have. Just a while ago. Okay, well, I guess I should have sent these out for you guys to listen to prior. Yeah, I mean, every everything helps, but whatever. Okay. I, mean, I feel well, like what we should do is we should create uh like like a Google but for music. And we'll just uh-huh. we'll just richard.com. So then anytime you have a question, Richard. we'll just be like, "Oh, go Richard it." Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead yeah, of GTS it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> RTS it. RTS it. Yeah. But anyway, um, so another song, um, I don't know if you guys have heard this. Okay, so my husband actually got me on this song. I recognized the guitar riff right away, but I didn't recognize it by the name or the name of the band. Um, the band is Iron Butterfly, and yep. then the name is Inagata De Vida yes. from 1968. I had to listen to it, and I knew the, the chord right away. Like I was like, oh, I know what this is. I've heard it, but... Again, I don't know if these guys are just a one-hit wonder. I, I never, I'd never heard of them until this song, or any other yeah. song that they've had. You want to, you want to hear a story about that? I was, um, I was at my grandparents' house, and uh, my uncle was there, and he says to me, "You got to hear this song," and I'm like, "What is it?" He says, "Indigata de Vida," and I don't know how old I was. I was, you know, but, and he puts it on. It's a it was a vinyl record, and he puts it on the the thing, and he starts playing it. And it's just going through the whole thing. And then uh, I'm like, how long is the so- song, you know? And he's like, oh, I think it's like 17 or 20 minutes. It's the <laughs> yeah, whole, it's it's the whole side. It's, <laughs> it's, like, the ho- it's I, like that Hocus Pocus by Focus song. It's really yes, long. Yes, yeah. yeah. I was yes. going to say, you have to like halfway through the song, flip the record over. Right. Yeah. But I didn't know yeah. that. I just had to Google this because uh, I'm like, okay, what does that mean? Like, whatever. I guess it's derived from the Garden of Eden. Really? Oh. Yeah, I didn't know that. It says in a god da da vida. Wow, that just sounds so awkward to even say. Derived right. from the Garden of Eden, or is that, or is that like the longer title of it? I, I don't uh, know. It's, no. it's a song recorded by Iron Butterfly, written by band member Doug Ingle, and released on their 1968 album of the same name, In a Gada da Vida. Because I think da vida is like the life, right? Or Vida's like life. I only know that from Ricky Martin. Live in La Vida Loca. <laughs> wow. <it> life. <laughs> Isn't it life? I think Vida is life. It could in be. Italian, but I don't know. It also just sounds like a delicious Italian dish. And I got a da Vida. You know what I mean? Like you'd get the Olive Garden. Hey, where's the Vida? <laughs> where's the Vida? Um, anyway, to, yeah. You so order it's that at seven- Jimmy John's? Right. Like the Inagata have... DeVita with, with guacamole, please. We actually have a Jimmy John's here now. It just opened up. Isn't that exciting? Oh, yes. yeah. Delicious. I've missed Jimmy John's and then one just opened up down the street. Anyway, that's my excitement. And you you too <laughs> can now get a sub for $12. It's probably more like 20 here, but that's yeah. fine. Um, but anyway, so yeah, that version's over 17, 17 minutes long. Um, it includes a keyboard that sounds like an organ which also adds to the spooky vibe and an ungodly long guitar solo, um, probably also cause drugs. Um, but what do I know? Um, 
the guitarist appears to be playing a Fender, but also, what do I know? It was just a guess. I was running low on time. I just did a quick look at it. I was like, hmm, probably. And put it on. <laughs> so, yeah. it's anybody's guess. I mean, yep. email us if we're wrong. There you go. Uh, and anyway, okay, so the next one. Okay. This is a good one. I don't know if you guys have heard this one. This is by the band Redbone. It's called The Witch Queen of New Orleans. I don't think Anybody? I have. Okay. No, I haven't either. Redbone uh, was like a Native American band. Um, they sang that song, uh, Come and Get Your Love. That song? <laughs> Did I cut out? <laughs> Did I cut out? <laughs> oh, yeah, you froze. You froze. Okay. Like, yeah, oh, my God, my internet is awful. Hey, <laughs> okay, like, where did this cut off? Redbone. Uh-huh. Yeah. The song, Come and Get Your Love. Yeah. Okay. Anybody? No, Stop you said laughing. so. You got you got Redbone. They're a Native American <laughs> band. That's it. Okay. All right. You might as well just right. start over with Redbone. Okay. Redbone, a Native American band. Okay. Mm-hmm. They sang the song called "Come and Get Your Love." That song. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I remember them. that. Okay, then. Um, this is a very underrated song. Not a lot of people know about it. This is like a very put it on your Halloween playlist. Um, this one came out in 1971. Um, and interestingly, if you watch the video, guitarist Tony Bellamy actually uses a drumstick throughout the song on his guitar to create kind of this spooky, scratchy noise. But it also kind of sounds like a wailing, like a ghost, like kind of thing. Um, it's a vibe. Don't laugh. Okay. It's a vibe. Um, I'm going to have to check that out. Actually, Fender Stratocaster. Actually, you want to know something? There's a lot of guitarists out there that have tried different things um like jimmy page used the violin bow oh yeah that's what i thought it was at first yeah and then um there's a musician um oh i can't remember what his name is he's a really he's a he's a shredder and he's uh, pretty popular and he's used like uh you know an old mixer with the two mixing things spindles on him no like you, know, you plug it in the wall oh no 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 you no, plug like the mi- a mixer a to ca- make brownies. A cake mixer. Like, to make brownies. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he I used have, that sorry, on I his string. too many brownies in my life. What? Yeah, he used that on his... Oh, Did that not just of... ruin the strings? No, 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 no. He, he just lightly touched them, you know, to create oh. the I've create seen, different sounds. I've seen people take a guitar pick and put it, like, on a drill bit, and then just... Yeah. Like, oh, I, yeah. He's, he's actually... He's actually done that. Um, I can't think of his name. Oh, man. It's on the tip of my tongue. He's a shredder. And he's pretty popular. From Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? No. No. <laughs> Splinter? No, no Splinter no, no, was, no, no. Shredder was the bad guy. Splinter was, wasn't no. Splinter the? The rat. Yeah, I think I so. the rat. I think the so. The wise rat. Let me I don't see. Know. Let me. <laughs> oh, dad needs to R- RTS it. Yes, oh, we can't because Richard doesn't even know it, so. Um, <laughs> I, you know what? This it's guy's. the end of the I, world. The hell's his name? I can't remember. Okay. Beep that. Continue on. I'll get his name. <laughs> Censor that. What is oh, going yeah. on here? <sighs> I don't know. But we'll censor it. Mm. All right. Are we waiting for dad and you're just going to cut all this no. space out? No, just continue on. Okay. We're going. Okay. So next one. Shh. Well, no, I'm not, I'm not going to say the next one. Then dad's like, oh, hey, the guy that did it was... um. You know, I don't know. Who? Okay, who Mr. is the clean? I don't. Mister um, Mr. Clean. <laughs> oh, it's the Eagles. Yes, I know, but you're trying to find the guy with the mixer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is pure radio gold. <laughs> yes, this is this is live, folks. <laughs> okay, so if Go you were, I'm gonna do it again. Is is he ever gonna find the answer? Get Paul Gilbert. He Paul did. Gilbert. <laughs> yes. No idea. That's the guy. Oh, look it up. Also, I want to thank whoever is highlighting the notes as we go. Um, it makes my job a lot easier. <laughs> it's not me. Thank you. It's not it's me. Dad. I No. Nope. Oh, it's a ghost. Yeah, it must be. Okay. Moving on, guys. Are you ready? Let's go. Okay, go ahead. Stay on on topic here. Okay. The next is Eagles, Witchy Woman. Duh. Uh, good um, song. 1972, that one came out. 
At one point, this is interesting, but also not interesting because it's not true. <laughs> um, at one point, rumor had it that Don Henley originally wrote Witchy Woman about Stevie Nicks because they did Dave or date, but not wow. Dave, date, but also Stevie Nicks like dated the entire Eagles band. So, wow. um, yeah, uh, and obviously Stevie Nicks kind of exuded that witchy energy 365 days a year. So if true, that would have been very interesting, unfortunately. Uh Later on, it ended up being untrue um, as it was revealed that Zelda Fitzgerald, uh, the wife of author uh, F. Scott Fitzgerald, actually was the song's inspiration. So there you go. Um, Bernie uh, Leiden, by the way, who is no longer with the band, but Bernie uh, Leiden, who was with uh, the Eagles from 1971 to 1975, he played a tobacco burst Les Paul with mini humbuckers um, yep. for Witchy Woman. So... And then, of course, Joe Walsh came in and took uh, his place when um, Bernie left the band in 75. So, yep. And I have no idea what Joe Walsh, Joe Walsh plays. So, The Eagles came to uh, Des Moines uh, this last year, uh, and tickets were ridiculous. I don't, yeah. I don't remember what they were, but they were ridiculous. Like Tay-Tay prices? No, nah, I don't know about that, but they were, they were up in the five $600 a ticket. Mm, yeah. that's too much quite expensive but i mean really uh, you know you figure most people that probably go to those concerts are like retirement age so they probably have extra money well yeah i mean that that and you know you're you're gonna you have your fans and that i mean when you get these bands that get older and you, this might be the last opportunity that you get to see them so mm-hmm. that is that worth five six hundred dollars in some cases i would say yeah absolutely yeah yeah, no, we saw Fleetwood Mac in Des Moines several years ago, and I'm glad we did that because obviously Christine McVeigh passed away. So I think yeah. it was just this year. Um, yep. I mean, well, so it's, it's not really yeah. the same, you know, because you just never know what's going to happen. It's not really the same if it's not the original, maybe not the original, original members because with bands that have been through so many members, um, you know, out there, that's kind of hard to have like the original lineup. Yeah. But anyway. Okay, and now I'm saving the best for last. I have to clear my throat because this was really good. Okay, I'm ready. Peter Green's Fleetwood Mac, okay? Black Magic Woman, which came out in 1968. We all know that one, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Peter used the infamous Greeny, which was a Gibson 59 Les Paul standard. Yep. Which I know we've talked about Greeny in the past, I think. Uh, yep. That Kurt Hammett purchased it yep. for an undisclosed amount. Well, okay. it was given to Gary Moore. Okay. And then, and then Gary Kurt Moore Hammett passed. Right. Yeah. 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 And we never, we never found out how much it was. Right. It was like undisclosed amount. It, it was. Yeah. That's what they said. Undisclosed amount. Yeah. Um. And, and so in 1970, I mean, because I obviously can't mention Black Magic Woman without also mentioning Carlos Santana. Um. He made his own version in 1970. Um, and actually in 1998, um, he did a, um, he actually played, um, with Peter Green, um, that song, uh, live, um, as inductees of the rock and roll hall of fame. So that's kind of cool. I been, watched the be, video. It's yeah, kind of um, cool interesting I see, to see them both. What was that? Um, I think it was garage band. The, uh, the game that came out where you had like the guitar controller and the drum controller. I think that's the rock one. band. Yeah, ro- what did I say? Did I say Go- garage, garage band? band? Yeah, that's garage. Band. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the yeah, only I place I could play. Rock band. Rock or, band. Yeah. Something and, like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. it was rock band. And, and that was uh black magic woman was one of the uh, songs that was free came with the game. I played the garbage out of that one because it's the only one that actually <laughs> sounded good. Really? Yeah. yeah. A lot of, you know how they, you, those games, you know, they'll give you 40 songs for free and maybe three of them are good songs. The yeah. rest of them are like, eh, whatever. But then this was the time when uh, everything, for me anyway, started, you know, pay to play. You want to you, you wanna play these other songs? Well, just give us your credit card. We'll let you download those songs. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Um, and then Santana used a 1968 Gibson Les Paul custom for his version in 1970. Now, who, yep. okay, who did it better? Does anybody have an opinion? Uh, I think they are I li- different. Yeah, they are different. I like Santana's. 
But uh, oh. my my question is is did he actually play uh, sixty eight Les Paul? Because I I know he had an SG. I mean, that's he what was... Google says. I don't know. Okay, yeah, that's fine. No, no, I just I know that uh, uh, he was well known for his all of his Gibson SGs that he had. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, uh, I did see something about that, but it also yeah. did say for his version of Witchy Woman, he played this. Right. Um, but that's what okay. he recorded with anyway. Yeah, I mean that's it's it's plausible. I mean, I don't I don't know. I just I know he was noted for his SG, and then he went over to he's been playing Paul Reed Smith for a long time now. They said um, there's something about the tone of that guitar specifically that he wanted for which he Oh, wanted, for that? So. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay, so the Gibson Les Paul. All right. Yeah, Tim, what what is your thought? The world wants to know. No, I don't really Santana think that they or- do. Um, you know, it, I'm going to probably agree with that and go with Santana just because that one is more familiar to me. I, I like. Okay. But... If I listen to the original uh, Fleetwood Mac, I might change my mind. I'm just going based off of what's more familiar. Um, yeah. Well, you also got to remember that. You also got to remember that, like, okay, back in 1968 when uh, Peter Green uh, and Fleetwood Mac recorded "Witchy Black Magic Woman," you know, we didn't have the mixing and the uh, all of the recording equipment wasn't. I mean, it was only in its infancy, you know, in its in its beginning st- stages still. Right. So, and today the recording, the recording equipment has made le- leaps and bounds. So you gotta you gotta look at that. Like I've heard a lot of in concert stuff, like back like Eric Clapton, Santana, the Eagles, long time ago, where it just doesn't sound the greatest. But then. It, it, if you were to remaster it on today's stuff, it would sound really good. Oh, well, yeah. Just bringing that to, yeah, uh, that's a good point, you know. And uh, a lot of times you have an original song that's remade and it's just so new and different, you know, because of the technology that we have and stuff like that. A lot sure. of times actually kind of beats out the original, really, right. Yeah, I don't know. Well, if I agree with there's that. Well, well, there's it, some genres it, out there that are recreating stuff, and they're just completely mutilating it. But whatever, right? I mean, if you look at the old blues stuff, like go back into the, like 1950s with like Johnny Lee Hooker and stuff like that, it just sounds some of that stuff. The live stuff just sounds really, really tinny, and it's hard mm-hmm. to hear things. And then today they have a they go into a concert, they go into a hall, and everything sounds really good. I mean, I think I think the the dynamics and the and uh, the audio systems are far superior than what they were back in that day. See, but I don't so. I don't mind that though. See, that's the difference. Is like I mean, I have I have um, the Pious Bird of Good Omen. I have that vinyl which right. uh, Black Magic Woman is on, and I I like that like that tinny kind of noise. Oh. To me, I don't okay. know. It it just sounds crisp. I, but uh, well, people would disagree, I guess. I don't know. Well, no, no. I actually actually here's the deal. Is is that the vinyl records used to capture a lot of that dynamic, the range in there? Where today, on the CDs and stuff like that, and the DVDs you have, it's that 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 range is just not. Do they still have know, CDs today? Oh, I don't know. They mm-hmm. still have vinyl. So uh, I mean, you can't. I don't even think you can buy a new car today with no. a CD player. In Mom's it. car has a CD player still. Does it? Yeah. What year is that though? I don't know. Because, I mean, my, my vehicle's a 2015, and it still came with a CD player. It has never been mm-hmm. used, but it came with one. My, now, wait a second here. Mine has uh, an 8-track. <laughs> yeah, but you had that sure. installed after sure. the fact. I think, didn't you pay the dealership like $1,500 to install that? No, I want I'm the latest old-time technology. 8-track. Do you also have the the dispenser above your head that has the uh, Twizzlers <laughs> the, the, that come? Licorice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What? Who was that? The licorice. Who, uh, Wayne's World. Was Wayne's that? World. Wayne's World. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That was hilarious. Yeah. Wayne's World. Yeah. So yeah. So those are the songs, you guys. Those are the songs that I feel like are kind of like they're not specifically Halloween, but they're you know they got they got the spooky vibes. Yeah, it's Listen a good it's yeah. a good list. Uh, it's a good list. I'll actually three of those I'll definitely check out here yet tonight. 
There's been yeah, like that. And there were red bone yeah. and iron butterfly. I'm sure I've seen the iron butterfly before, but I'm not sure about the red bone. And mm-hmm. I'll have to look at Fleetwood's uh, Ma- uh, Black Magic Woman. We yeah. we talked about iron butterfly in one of the podcasts. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember you saying something about in a God the Vita, and I was like, yep. okay, I'll yeah, try I think you might have told that story that you told before yeah. too. I think yeah. so. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. So that there's no my... reason to go back to episode number one. You can just pick up right here. <laughs> and just That's so you right. know, Dad just highlighted in Agata Davida in the notes. <laughs> I did. So yes, I know. did. Yes. <laughs> Listen, oh, everybody, here. this is where we're There we go. There we go. There were so many other songs, though. Do you have a list I, of I mean, honorable like, mentions? It, yeah, there's like ACDC Highway to Hell, right? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's a good one. Um, there's some, there's several Ozzy Osbourne songs, uh, don't fear the reaper by blue oyster cults. I Um, I like that one. Gosh, there's, there's so many. Yeah, there is. There's a ton of them. Yeah. I could have kept going, but you know, I just stuck at five because I didn't want, um, you know, anybody to be like, oh, well, do we have time for all that? The answer is (laughs) yes, we do, but there's always time in a spooky episode. You know what though? I, I, I'm, I'm. I'm a little upset because uh, it took us this long, or just a, I, I discovered this just a little bit ago, and nobody said anything. But I had the wrong microphone playing to you, so you didn't even hear the intro. No, yeah, I heard you it. Didn't no. I no, no no no. I didn't hear it. I was going like this. I was like, yeah, because Dad goes, "Let's hear it. Let's go." Yeah, yeah. I, well, I had the I had the window minimized because I'm going, I'm playing the intro, and I'm getting everything ready here. And uh, throughout, this is going to be fun for you guys to listen back to because I've thrown in a couple drops that you don't even know about. <laughs> drops. <laughs> so I think that, that'll be fun. Yeah. Well, I think one of them was in the beginning. You said something about spooky and you were kind of quiet for a second. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, one. Now you yeah. You'll, you just have to listen to it. So for, for everybody else that's listening to this, this is also the first time that Amanda and Rick are listening to it. Apparently. Is she gone? episode's going real well it's going real well you guys uh so hey uh i guess we'll just go ahead and pick up here uh music history it's time it's time for music history uh let me know this is not 100 percent sold on this let me know what you think it happened in the past what can it be it must be music history. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I mean, no, that was good. Yeah. That was good. I got. I gotta say, you're stealing my thunder a lot. This is like my return to pandemic guitar podcast. Okay, <laughs> and you're really stealing my thunder. I've had a few little moments where I was gonna do something fun, and you just come right in with the the chat GP intro, and now, now you finally got the the music history intro. I, I'm not 100 percent sold on that one, but I was like, okay, we got to do something, and I'm playing around with I, this idea. I actually I'm like, don't mind uh, it. What? It's okay. I don't mind it because it's the opposite of the music news. It's like a more calm. I, I kind of wanted to try to do something like classical or, and that's probably more like Spanish, but, and then throw words <laughs> on it. I'm like, this is stupid. Nobody's going to like this, but whatever. I think she froze again. Okay. <laughs> we should take a screenshot of every time she freezes and send it to her. No, please don't. Please don't. Okay, it's my internet. I don't know what they're doing over here, but is on a different level today apparently okay okay we'll jump into it now that we've had that great intro okay music history so these are all um 1031 so these are all halloween dates um on october 31st in 1964 bob dylan gives a special halloween performance at the philharmonic 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 hall it's like did she cut out again in new york city which was televised on cbs dad did you watch that 1964 how old were you Two. <laughs> really? No. Oh no, you would have been. I don't. Okay, you probably you're not a Bob Dylan guy. No, I wouldn't. I'm not even. Wouldn't have. Yeah. Wouldn't have watched it. Yeah. Uh, Tim, did you watch it? Uh probably not. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I. Well, whatever. You just never know. Yeah. I mean, later in yeah. life. Yeah. You know? No. I'm not I a Bob Dylan guy either. Yeah. 
Well, you know, it was kind of slim pickings for stuff to put. So we'll skip ahead. Um, <laughs> the second thing, October 31st, 1996, Slash announces that he's leaving Guns and Roses. He later rejoined in 2016. I actually saw this one because I was trying to uh, look up some uh, music history earlier today. And I saw this one and it didn't have that he later rejoined. It basically just said that in 1996, Slash left. Uh, basically stating that in the past X number of years, uh, Axl Rose and Slash could only get along like twice that whole period, like act civil towards each other. I'm like, okay, cool story. Now, knowing that he later rejoined in 2016, because I know that he's playing with Guns N' Roses, yeah. that would have been good information. Well, it wasn't on the original one. I read that and I was like, wait a second, isn't he still part of it? And then but, I Googled it and it said, yeah, he rejoined in 2016. Yeah. I was like, oh. Okay. Yeah, you went a little farther than I did. I did. Extra credit. Um, and then there were multiple <laughs> birthdays. Obviously, there's a lot of Halloween babies out there. Um, most notably Eric Griffiths, who is who was the guitarist of the Quarry Men, which I didn't know this. The Quarry Men actually turned into the Beatles later. Yes, yep. Did, yeah. Very interesting. Yeah, what was it? Three um, of the four Beatles in the Quarry Men? It was like John John Lennon, Paul McCartney, maybe Ringo? No, Ringo's a I can't remember. It's either two or three of the journey or the, I'm sorry, the Quarrymen became the Beatles. Yeah. Uh, the drummer for Ringo replaced the drummer. Okay. So oh. I think it was Paul McCartney and John Lennon were two. Were of one them. of the originals. Yeah. yeah that, that, in the Quarrymen. Yep. And then maybe, I'm not sure. I don't, don't hold me to this, but maybe George was replaced by, replaced this guy. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. We'll put we'll put uh, the quarryman on the uh, wheel, and then we'll have what? to figure it out. Oh, there you go. Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, also, most most notably, another uh, Halloween birthday. U two drummer. U uh, two drummer. Yeah. U two drummer. Larry Mullen. No idea. And of course, Vanilla Ice. Just to name a few. We all know the most ice, important baby. of all of those is Vanilla Ice. So. All right. Stop. Vanilla Ice. Elaborate. And Vanilla listen. Ice's real last name is Van Winkle. So there you go. <laughs> Yeah, I would have changed it to ice too. But vanilla yeah. is a cool name. Yeah, it is. It's also a great ice cream. Flavor. It is. Vanilla bean. Oh, yeah, Lord. so that's it. Yep. That's all we Short, got. sweet, and simple. Well, hey, uh, should we do another spin of the old wheel of musicians? Yeah, yep. but I actually have a name to add. Are we going to do that now? Yeah, yeah. Why not? Hold all on. Right. Let me bring up that window here real quick. Okay. All right. So. Uh, I've got, uh, currently we have, uh, four names on the wheel. Uh, we have Tommy Emmanuel, SRV, Buckethead. All three of those are dad picks. And then yep. I have Josh Kinska still on the wheel from Greta Von Fleet. And you, Mandy, you said you wanted to, uh, put somebody on there. Yeah. Hold on. Didn't we have Chuck Berry on there at one point? I wasn't on my list, but I can add Chuck Berry. I swear. I swear we added Chuck Berry. Yep, there he is. I just didn't see him. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. So what I noticed um is that we have we had no we've had no females yet. Oh, okay. On the wheel of musicians, okay? All right. So there is a guitarist, there's an Australian guitarist. Her name is Tasha Sultana. What kind of music? Um it's kind of hard to explain. I mean, some some of her stuff kind of sounds a little bit um, like, I don't even know how to explain it. Heavy metal? No, 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 <laughs> no. Not like that. This is the opposite. Yeah. I, you just, yeah. I'll, I'll send, if she gets picked, I'll send you guys a couple songs. Yeah. Okay. Don't know if I'm going to get any sound from this. I might have to add it in later. I don't know. Uh, I'm just going to, you want me to share screen or you want me to just spin it? Share the screen uh, so we know yeah. you're not cheating. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I have any reason. All right. Uh, so probably this guy right here. You got to mix it up a few times. Okay. Shuffle, 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 shuffle. Let's go to simple. Okay. Click okay. Shuffle, 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 shuffle. All right. You ready? Yep. Ready. Please let it be one of dad's. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> oh, Oh. oh, there we go. Yes. That's Tommy oh. Emmanuel. Tommy yeah. Emmanuel, that is all dad. Yeah. Finally, dad wins. Yeah, now he's got to do I, some what, homework. What did I win? I don't know. Do a victory dance. Got to do something. 
Yeah, well, I mean, you gotta you gotta do some research. And, I see. That. And you can't okay, there, we gotta make some rules here. You can't just uh -oh. copy and paste Wikipedia. <laughs> he does that a lot. <laughs> and only and only half of it can be chat GPT. I don't I wouldn't use chat GPT. They've dead. Write that. a three hundred and ten page novel <laughs> on the life of Tommy Emmanuel. In uh, this haunting cool. tale. He is Australian. Oh, yeah. all right. That. Interesting. Well, don't give it all away. Well, Please. wait a second. Let me, before I, I shouldn't have said that. You better. Uh -oh. yeah. Welcome to the Pandemic Guitar Podcast, where most of the things you hear are completely fake. <laughs> yes. We have to fact check everything. Well, I said, so that's funny because um, I was, a couple episodes ago, I was talking about that band Ghost. And I was like, oh, yeah, they're from, like, the 70s, blah, blah, blah. And apparently they're not. They're way newer. What? What? Really? really? Yeah. I, like, I saw, I swear I watched a video, and it was, like, I think what it was was they were talking about, like, things that influenced them or something like that. And I'm like, oh, man, they've been around forever. Um, but I guess I don't, apparently they haven't been. Because uh, somebody, uh, uh, somebody actually in can't remember if it was text message or on uh instagram somebody reached out and they're like uh actually uh ghost is from started in 2014 or something i'm actually Yikes. googling it right now got corrected yeah by a listener 2006 oh wow yeah they are a swedish rock band that was formed in linkoping linkoping swedish oh, where is that i'm, assu I'm assuming sweden, sweden. Uh, in 2006, they released a three-track demo in 2010, followed by the seven-inch vinyl, Elizabeth, and their full-length album, Opus Eponymous. Yeah, I don't know. Now I want Swedish fish. Oh, gross. Oh, those are good. The candy. What are you Googling there? I found it. Okay. 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 He was uh, he was born in Australia. Okay. May, May 31st, 1955. He, he is... Uh, 68 years old. Well, there was the episode. What are we doing next? Oh, uh, yeah, that was the wheel. Yeah. Let's spin it again. <laughs> <laughs> what happened, no. you guys? I'll find out some more stuff. <laughs> See how fast I that was? Getting, I keep getting this thing. I keep getting this thing that's like your internet connection's unstable. Yeah. That... Kind of like me. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> like you, Zoom okay. is unstable. All right. Hey, guys, I have two quick Halloween trivia. Okay. 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 All right. Go ahead. What What is the most popular Halloween song ever? Uh, not you, Dad. Tim. Thriller. Okay. Not you. Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, you said Thriller. Yeah, I would think no, Thriller. No, wrong. Dang it, Dad. Monster Mash. Yes. Ah. Uh, Monster you Mash. <laughs> Monster. It was called. It was something like. There was a name for it. It was called the song. The all-time greatest uh, Halloween song or something. Oh. That uh, yeah. It okay. was something it was well very well known. Interesting. That and that and the other one was um that uh, Werewolves of London. Oh. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that was also another one that came in second, I believe. But they were wow. very extremely popular. Okay, and last but not least, a famous magician who died on Halloween. Harry Houdini. We're going oh. We're going morbid. Yes. How'd you know that? Because you said. I mean, you could have said David Copperfield. Actually, he's still alive. Scratch that. <laughs> yeah. Take that out. Yeah. Just edit I think that. he is. Okay. About, you're right. How about Harry Potter? No. <laughs> that's, Harry that's Potter the one survived the battle with Voldemort. Oh. Everybody knows that. Okay. okay. I didn't know that. Um, Harry Houdini died on Halloween night of 1926. Anybody know how? Drowning? No. Oh, no. Didn't um, he get punched knife in the, plunged the, the He got punched in the uh, liver or something like that. Dude, are you? Did you look this up? No, did you RTS no. It? I, I used to really like magic, and Harry Houdini is like one of the magicians you always like do research on. Okay, well, yeah, he got sucker punched in the gut, and then he got appendicitis. He had yeah. appendicitis for like six days. Yeah, because he, he used to do this trick wow. where he would he would bet that you couldn't punch him and it hurt, and so his thing was is that he would tighten up his 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 abs to absorb the punch, and on that particular bet. The guy hit him before he was ready. Oh, wow! And, and that's that's how he ended up getting like appendicitis or whatever it is. Yeah, like ruptured it. That's scary. Yeah, 
crazy. Yep. So All some right. some of the things that uh, people do for fun can get you hurt. Yeah. You. What do they say? Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. I think. That's that's a yeah. good one. A wise man once said. Yeah. Well, Amanda, do you have uh, an outro to get us out of here? I do. Right. I have an outro. All right. Well, ghouls and goblins, that wraps up a special holiday-themed episode. Please consider reaching out to us on Instagram at Pandemic Guitar or by email, which is PandemicGuitar at iCloud.com. Remember, there's two things that frighten us most, not hearing from our listeners and paying full price at Guitar Box. Until next time, keep on playing or don't. We won't tell. Ooh, spooky. Yeah, yeah, those, those Guitar Box prices, they are pretty creepy. Yeah. Yes. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure what right. exactly we're going to talk about next time. We'll figure it out between now and then. Uh, yep. We will. But uh, when I say we, I mean dad and you. <laughs> ah, 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 ah. I mean, ah, ah, ah. all right. See you all next right. time. Goodbye. Happy yep, Halloween. Bye. Check your kids' oh. candy. No razor blades. Happy Halloween. <laughs> 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 that sounds like dad after he's had too much coffee. <laughs> <laughs>